0: Hey, Story Pillar friends. We're so excited to share that we've been chosen as a best educational podcast for homeschoolers by Twinkle, an international publisher that provides high quality, low cost teaching materials for educators. Holy coconuts! Ha- Poopanoobing dong! <laughs> Grown-ups, check out the episode notes for a link to Twinkle's blog post, spotlighting story pillar, and several other great podcasts for kids. And if you happen to know or be a teacher, stop by twinkl.com to browse over a million downloadable standards-aligned curriculum materials. Thanks, Twinkle! Twinkle. Okay, ready for the show? Hey, I'm so happy you're back. I'm Meg, a human person. Whoa, and that's Sparky. (laughs) She's a giant chicken.
1: Uh, And I'm Sneak. I'm a caterpillar with red sneakers. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, uh,
0: Sneak? Are you okay? Uh, why are you a rug right now?
1: Because everything is terrible. I think he looks more like a really big, sad zucchini or something. And not so much
0: like a rug. Oh, hey, Bean. Um, do you know why Sneak is so upset
1: today? Um, I think something happened at... Comic book camp yesterday because Sparky came home covered in stickers and Sneak had packing tape stuck to his eyebrows. Oh no, really? Poor
0: Sneak. Well, let's finish introductions and then see if a feelings check
1: in might help. Nothing can save me now. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm Bean. I'm a butterfly. I wear a yellow hat and I'm definitely not. A sad vegetable
0: Uh, uh, yoga mat. (laughs) Thanks, Bean. And now that you know who we are, this is... Story Story Pillar. Pillar.
1: Story (laughs) Pillar.
0: I feel a story coming on. Wonder where we'll end up today. We'll blast around the world. Sneak and be leading the way Go Story Pillar, we're in this together No stopping us, full speed ahead Go Story Pillar, shake it up a little Hi, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Story Pillar Season 2. This is a podcast where we tackle sticky situations... Explore stories from all over the world and pick up advice from you, our listeners.
1: Uh, uh, uh. I must lay here like a doomed zucchini rug and moan. No. Whoa, Sneak, be careful. Holy cheese balls. Now he's like a veggie
0: steamroller or something. Oh, whoa. Uh, maybe we should just. Jump to the feelings check in, Meg. Good idea, Bean. Let's check in with our listeners and find out what sticky situation we're tackling this week. Listeners, how are you feeling today? Holy coconut sneak, did you hear that? Somehow you're not the only rolling pin of sadness out there today. You're right. I heard a whole lot of feelings today and sadness was definitely one of them.
1: You call this eyeball melting gajillion pound bowling ball of misery sadness? For the love of tacos people, open your eyes.
0: Wait, you're not
1: sad? You can Bet your sweet, sassy sunglasses this isn't simple sadness, sister.
0: Hmm, good point, Sneak. A lot of feelings can look really similar. So, maybe if you tell us what happened to make you so upset, we can help you figure out exactly what
1: to call it. Okay, I guess it's worth an old try reel. So, it all started yesterday at comic book camp when me and Sparky, we're creating the most fantastic issue in the whole galaxy of <gasps> the Sneakinator and Sparkalicious Super Space Ninja Detective Librarians, and we needed the fuzzy glow-in-the-dark scratchy sniffy space stickers to make the whole thing shine like a star door. But Mr. Bashan said no for no reason and put them on the top shelf. So then I stacked up 14 and a half chairs and climbed all the way to the
0: top. Um, please don't climb 14 and a half chairs.
1: Okey dokey pokey. No climbing wobbly, bubbly chair mountains for some reason. Anywho, so I grabbed this stickers and was heading down, but then Sparky laid an egg and knocked over my mountain of chairs and the stickers flew everywhere and then I fell into the packing tape bin and then, and then, I told Mr. Rashawn that it was all Sparky's idea and he believed me and turned purple and now Sparky hates me and, and, and I'm a giant cucumber steamroller of despair with red sneakers. Oh, sneak? Oh, <laughs>
0: sneak. No wonder you're so miserable. I'm sorry, but on the bright side, I think I know the word for how you're feeling.
1: Yeah, me too, actually. Guilty. At least, that's how I feel when I've done something I shouldn't have. Like, I ate something rotten. (gasps) Yes, exactly, totally, totally. (sighs) bootly. Like eating garbage.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry you're feeling that way, but I do think we have our sticky situation for the week. What do we do when we're feeling guilty?
1: Lucky leaping lizard lips, this means it's story time!
0: Um, this week we're traveling to Denmark, a Scandinavian country in northwestern Europe. It's actually one of your favorite words, sneak, and.
1: Ar- Acapella, mm-hmm.
0: It's made up of over 400 islands, and it's south of Norway, southwest of Sweden, and just north of Germany.
1: It happens to be the birthplace of Legos. Holy tomato toes! Oh, and there's this fantastic bat I talked about in my snake attack last week. It's called a pipistrelle, and it's only two inches long, but it can eat 3,000 bugs in one night! Hopefully not butterflies or caterpillars. Eh, you'll
0: be in bed when they're flying around.
1: Ooh, good thinking, Meg Lincoln.
0: <laughs> okay, before we start the story, many people in Denmark speak Danish. And I'm pretty sure that hardy Hardude means how are you in Danish. Want to try? day har Hardy Hardude. Yep. Listeners, your turn. Great, okay, rocket time sneak.
1: Buckle your bonnets, everybody. And count down. Three, two, one
0: Cinerhythm by Megan Cahill Asenza Adapted from Bread in the Cupboard, a Danish. Folk tale. <laughs> the rooster crowed before the sun cracked the night sky and then the sheep, the donkey, the dairy cows and all the hens and ducks stirred, waiting for the Jensen family to strike up their morning song. As Gior and Freya stretched and rolled out of bed, Kit arched her back and extended her claws. Hoon gave a howling yawn, and Fugel danced, hopping and flapping on her perch. Georg chuckled <laughs> and patted Hun's head as Freya pulled the sheet off the birdcage. Gamorn, Gamorn, they all sang, each in their own way. Then Georg dressed in his long-sleeved white shirt and worn overalls, slipped on his rubber boots and grabbed his straw hat. Wait a minute! Fraya called, and Georg paused. Yeah, you've forgotten something. Hmm, what have I forgotten? Fraya pulled out a white handkerchief, embroidered with the farm and all the animals. She smiled and placed it in her husband's shirt pocket with a fond pat. Ah, <laughs> you stitched it up for me. Monk tech, Georg said, pressing his hand over his heart and giving his wife a kiss on the cheek. Out the screen door he went placing his hat on his head and stepping into the gleam of sunlight. And as he left, Raya poured kibble into Kit and Hoon's bowls, and they wove in between and around her feet like hungry snakes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, you two. Don't make me trip. And the moment she placed their food down, they gobbled it up like little pigs. Fugle chirped and fluttered impatiently on her perch. You're next, don't you worry, Freya reassured her. She opened the parrot's cage and filled her bowl with seeds, as if Fugle had won first prize at the fair. Here you go, she sang to the little bird. What do you say? Thank you, thank you, Fugle chirped. Now then, time to make hoopal. our favorite. With her hands washed and her apron tied, she pulled out the silver measuring cups, the large bowl she used for making bread, and collected all the ingredients. Dark rye flour, yeast, salt, molasses, pumpkin seeds, and her extra secret ingredient, cinnamon. Kit and Hoon's mouths watered. Hoopal. Kit purred, jumping onto the counter. Special cinnamon poop bowl, Hund woofed and poked Freya with his nose. No, no, not for you, Freya said, hovering over the bowl of sticky brown dough. Not for you, not for you, Vogel echoed. You two just ate. Freya picked up Kit, placed her beside Hund, then fanned her hand emphatically at them both. But the moment she placed a dishcloth over the rising dough and turned her back, Kit sprang onto the counter once again, and Hoon's wet nose found its way back to Freya's leg. Get down, Kitty Kit! Get down, get down, Fugel sang. Kit jumped off and scowled at the smug little bird. Just then, Georg's whistle pierced the air. And Hoon's ears perked up. Go on. Georg needs your help. Freya pushed the screen door open and laughed as Hoon ran for the barn, pink tongue rolling and brown ears flapping. Meanwhile, Ket crouched low to the floor, as sneaky as the stealthiest ninja, and crept closer and closer to the rising bread. She swished her bum back and forth and left. Get down, get down. Fugle shrilled, and Freya whirled in time to see the naughty Kit lift the dishcloth to peer longingly at the mound of dough underneath. Get down! Shoo! Kit jumped and fled, tail sending a small brown jar tumbling down after her. Cinnamon dust whirled. Kit, Fugle, and Freya sneezed. <laughs> what a mess you made, you silly Kit! Freya clucked. And grabbed the broom from where it leaned against the door. Get out! Shraya swept the naughty Kit clean out of the kitchen. Kit shot out the door and immediately fell right into a very large pile of fresh, hot cow manure. Kit sniffed, then gagged. Ew! Stinky cat! Stinky cat! teased Fugle, watching gleefully from the window. Fugle is the one who stinks, Kat muttered. She jumped on the windowsill and watched as Freya placed the bread in the oven and closed the door. Stinky bird, stinky bird, Ket mimicked sourly. Then she frowned as Freya opened Fugel's cage and gently lifted the bird to her shoulder. She offered her a delicious-looking glob of gooey, cinnamony dough. And Fugel chirped a happy song as Freya hummed and danced and tidied. Before long, the oven chimed and the bread was ready. Freya slipped on her oven mitts, set the pan on an iron cooling rack, and breathed deeply as the aroma of freshly baked bread filled the kitchen. Mmm, hummed Freya. Doesn't it smell good? It'll do nicely with a cup of tea. Fugu squawked in agreement as Freya winked and made her way to the barn to help with the milking. But. Hoopal smells delicious,
1: doesn't it, Fugle
0: Cat purred, tummy grumbling.
1: Smells good, smells good, want a piece, want a piece. Me
0: too. Cat agreed, as Hoon, tired and hot from herding sheep, slipped through the dog door. Hoopal! He howled. I can't wait to have a piece. Hoon panted. But Kit pushed him aside. Oh, Fugle, I have something for you. Kit said sweetly and placed a small wrapped package next to the birdcage. For me, for me. Fugle asked, cocking her head to one side. I thought you would like this, she purred. Fugle bounced up and down with excitement. Then, sliding down the cage like a firefighter, plopped down next to Kit and carefully opened the box with her beak.
1: Thotty! Thotty!
0: exclaimed Fugu and took a big, sticky bite. Then she froze and flapped an alarm. Zilly bird! Zilly bird! Cat cackle. Then quickly got to work. She'd swatted the bread off the counter and watched in satisfaction as Hund jumped at the perfect moment and caught it neatly in his mouth. Ew, don't get your slobber all over it. Oops, sorry, Hund mumbled sheepishly, then broke off a piece and handed it over. (gasps) Delicious, said Kit through a mouthful and closed her eyes in bliss only for them to fly open again as Google croaked and hopped around the kitchen like a frog with a burned bottom. Just then, the crunch of pebbles under rubber boots floated in from the barnyard. (gasps) They're coming, exclaimed Kit, tossing the nibbled bread next to the wildly flapping bird. Quick! Feathers flew everywhere as Kit and Hoon sprawled out on the floor and pretended to be fast asleep. The screen door screeched, then closed with a bang, and both Jensens gasped. <gasps> what a mess! exclaimed Gior. My bread! cried Freya, then turned and shook a finger in Fugle's direction. Bad bird! Bad bird! Kit, one eye open, smirked. Bad bird! Bad bird! Just loud enough for Fugle to hear. <laughs> the next morning, the rooster crowed as usual. The sheep and goats still bleated for breakfast. But inside the thatched cottage, the rest of the ensign's morning symphony seemed to have lost their place. Just like the day before, Freya baked a loaf of hukul and cut it into slices. And just like the day before, Kit and Hoon's mouths began to water. But there was no chirping, no flapping, and definitely no excited hopping. Instead, Fugel drooped in her cage and stared blankly out the window. Mm. Our family is off beat. Hoon sighed and flopped down next to Kit. <sighs> I know. Kit sighed. And together, they looked toward the falsely accused bird. Fugle, Kit called. Fugle, I'm sorry. I'm sorry too, <clears throat> whimpered Hun, But Fugle didn't answer. Kit, Hoon, Raya called, dusting her hands on her apron and setting two thick slices in their bowl. Come get your bread. But instead of rushing over to gobble it up, Kit and Hoon exchanged a look. Decision made, they nodded, and together pushed their share of precious hupul toward their miserable friend. Kit rubbed her hard little head against Raya's ankle. Hoon bounced like a rubber ball. What are you doing, Kit? Hoon? asked a bewildered Raya. Nudge came their only answer. Well, how kind of you both to share, (laughs) she exclaimed, kneeling down and putting her arms around them both. Kit purred and rubbed Freya's cheek. Hund gave her a wet, slobbery kiss. I suppose you are right. It wasn't that big of a mess, Freya admitted with a shrug, then reached up and opened the birdcage. Huppel, huppel. Fugle fluttered down and landed on Kit's head. Meow. Freya laughed. <laughs> <laughs> nice Kit, good hound. Nice Kit, nice Kit, good hound, good hound. Fugle agreed and pecked at her bread, feathery face radiating joy. Just then, Gior stomped in from the barn, whistling a cheerful tune. Kit purred. Hund howled along, and Fugle chirped a few sweet notes. Ah, I am hearing music again, Georg sang. Yeah. Freya stood and hugged her husband. Music indeed. Ah, this sounds better. Kit sighed, eyes closed and curving upwards like tiny twin smiles. Yeah, agreed Hund, tail wagging to the beat of Freya and (laughs) Georg's happy chatter. We sound much better together.
1: The End
0: So, what did you think?
1: It was cinnamon taste delicious! Cinnamon bread is like the best thing in the whole world. Besides stories and band-aids and shoelaces and really skinny noodles Holy and- cheese ball Sneak. The story, not the bread. Uh, of course, my little horse. The story! <gasps> I really liked how Kit was all like, I'm covered in cow poop and you're eating my fluffy, waffy cinnamon bread, you terrible little bird. But then like, once she played her trick and actually had an extra slice of bread... She couldn't even eat it. Absolutely, Mootly. Because she had that no good, horrible, I just ate a garbage can guilty feeling that I had. Yup, but she, like, found a way to set things right, even though it was tough. Oh, noodle needles. Which is probably what I should do, even though I'm starting to feel like a garbage-eating zucchini steamroller again. Well... It's never easy to admit doing something you shouldn't have, but we're here to help you, right? Rightaroo, my little chimney flu. Okay, here goes. <sighs> Sparky? I'm sorry I blamed you for the scratchy, sniffy space sticker disastrophe. I wasn't being a good friend, and I'll make sure to tell Mr. Rashawn what actually happened, even if he turns purple and looks like a human eggplant again. And I'll do my best to be honest next time, even if it's hard. <laughs> I think she forgives
0: you. And now we have a pretty great unstick trick for when we're feeling guilty. Do your best to set things right and ask a friend for help if you need it.
1: Holy hairballs, that feels better wetter, metter. And now we get to hear even more unsticky
0: trickies. Yep, let's check in with Xavier to hear what he does when he's feeling guilty. My name is Xavier and I am 12 years old. One thing I do when I feel guilty is I like to apologize or confess to whatever I did. And it might be a little scary to have to face a punishment, but it does feel a lot better to get it off of your chest and not always be stressing out about it. Any other advice you have when kids are feeling guilty? When you don't own up to what you did, you're going to be thinking about it for a really long time, and it's going to be a memory you have. But if you face a punishment, you're going to get through it and you're going to forget all about it. Awesome. Thank you, Xavier. High five.
1: Hmm, that's kind of like what Ket did. Yeah, but Rooney Tooney, and I bet it'll work like a clock in a sock. Thanks, Xavier.
0: (laughs) Yes, thanks, Xavier. Listeners, if you have an unstick trick you use when you're feeling guilty, we'd love to hear about it. Send your grown-ups to storypillar.com slash unsticktricks for more information. Okay, that's it. We finished our second episode of StoryPillar Season 2.
1: Sweet cinnamon soccer balls. self hot fabbed Holy coconut, Sneak. You haven't even had any gummy centipedes today. Or have I? The world will never know.
0: Uh. (laughs) Okay, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Just like Season 1, we'll have new full episodes every other Monday and mini episodes. Sneak Attack! and phenometer checks in the weeks between. Don't forget to have a grown-up join our mailing list and subscribe, rate, and leave a gold star review wherever you love listening. If you have a story suggestion, unstick trick, or just want to say hi, send your grown-up to storypillar.com. They can also find a link there to our Ko-fi page, as well as more information about how to support the show. As always, thanks to Andy Jobe and Susanna Bridges for their work on our theme song and for more of their great kids' music Music, check out andyandsusanna.com or find them on spotify and itunes and a huge tastic shout out to megan cahill asenza for writing our story this week
1: and grown-ups make sure you scoot it over to insectagram it's still just called instagram scooty tooty boot boot sneak <laughs> our handle is
0: at sign Story Pillar. You can also follow Mackenzie Allison, who does our awesome episode cover art at MK Art or on MKAllisonArt.com. Okay, ready to say goodbye? Bye! I love you! Bye! Come back next time if you want to. Bye, everyone. Remember, Feeling guilty is tough. Like Xavier suggested, you'll probably feel better if you admit your mistake and do your best to set things right. Remember to ask a friend for help if you need it. Whatever you choose, you got this, and we'll be here cheering you on.